Hello and welcome back to Why Such a Fast Podcast. We have James from Uptech with us again. Hi, James. Hi, Christina. Hope you're well. Yes, you too. Yes, I am. And how about you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Thank you. So today, James, I would like to talk about following on from the other pre- the previous episode where we talked about what is a data breach. It's more of, you know, if you have had a data breach, then what should you do? From a GDPR perspective, you need to look at the data breach. You need to understand what data has been compromised and was that data personal data? Because it might not necessarily be. Are you the controller or the data processor? Because, again, depending on your role, you will have different responsibilities. And what type of data um, data breach was it? Was it a breach of confidentiality or availability or integrity, as we saw in our previous episode about um, CIA? You want to understand the categories and roughly the numbers of individuals involved and also the personal data that has been compromised. Was the breach intentional? Was he malicious? Or was it an accident? You know, somebody sending the email to the wrong recipient, which is, believe it or not, which uh, the most common data breach, actually. Then the data breach needs to be assessed in terms of its severity with regards to the risk to the rights and freedom of the individual. So if it's of a high risk, it then needs to be communicated to the ICO, needs to be reported to the ICO, and then it also needs to then be communicated to the individuals impacted. So if it's not high risk, then you don't need to do that. If you are a small organization, you need to look at, for example, where where it happened. Did it happen in a specific process? Was it your your admin that, that perhaps caused it, whether intentionally or unintentionally? Or if you're a bit larger organization, you might want to nail it down to which department or function, etc. Do you have someone responsible for coordinating the response and coordinating the effort to deal with the breach? In a larger organization, you might have a DPO who will have staff supporting him or her to do that. In other organizations, you might have someone who you've nominated as accountable for such a role. Also, you know, have a look at how was the data breach discovered that might also give you a clue to some weaknesses in your processes, in your system, in how you, uh, in your operating model, uh, or perhaps even in your people that might need retraining, for example, or training full stop. From a GDPR perspective, the GDPR is very much keen to understand the impact of the breach to the individual, to their rights and freedom, and make sure that no harm comes to them. That's the purpose of the GDPR. And therefore, you should be assessing that, which is what I've just mentioned. However, you should also look at the impact to the business. Will a data breach have a financial impact or reputational impact or operational impact, etc., to your business? Because you should be assessing that as well. So it's not just about potential uh, identity theft 
discrimination, for example, to the individual, but is also about the potential reputational damage and financial damage to you as an organization. And then as part of assessing the breach, you also need to contain that breach. So you need to make sure that you put measures in place to contain it, which could potentially be short-term measure. And at the same time, you should also be looking at the longer-term solution so that you avoid it avoid happen, happening again. And we will look at those potential solutions in our next episode. The thing that the GDPR is keen on for good reasons is to have the breach recorded. So you want to have a register or a log where you're capturing the facts of the breach. And you do that for multiple reasons. One is, first of all, as I said, to record the facts in case you're not reporting the breach to the ICO and you're documenting the reason for not doing that, should you be audited. Um, you're also recording the impact to the individual or the subject, the measures that you put in place to contain and remedy the, the breach. And that goes to demonstrate your accountability. So it's quite an important part of the data breach process to have a register. If you don't have one or you don't know what it will look like, I would recommend the GDPR toolkit that you can look at from my website at www.cvgsolutions.co.uk. We're part of that toolkit. It's a full data breach process, data breach assessment tool, and also the register. So you have, from a GDP perspective, all of the tools that you need to manage a data breach. James, from an IT perspective, what should you do in case of a data breach? Thank you, Christina. I was going to jump in a couple of times, um, but <laughs> no, I didn't want to disturb you. And from a from the IT perspective, um, we cover a small part of what of what a data breach is from a from a GDPR perspective, and there's some 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 very different things to do. Um, and for for any business that, that suspects um, or manages to confirm that the organisation has experienced a data breach, it's crucial to take an immediate effect, uh, immediate and systematic action um, so that they can mitigate any damage, protect any affected individuals, and comply with the relevant um, data protection and privacy regulations. They need to make sure that they're doing things in the right way. So hopefully they've got a an incident response plan um, built from that um, and thinking about it beforehand, because it will make life much easier if they ever have to respond to one. But parts of that from an IT perspective are making sure that they notify relevant stakeholders and from an IT perspective that's your organizational leadership and predominantly your DPO so whoever is taking that role on whether it be within the business or whether it be outsourced you need to make sure that you're that you're notifying them because they are going to take up quite a lot of the work and they're going to direct you on where that needs to go but if you notice it you also need to notify your IT team 
whether again that's outsourced or internal they need to, to know so if you have mistakenly sent an email to somebody contact your it team there will be things they can do to help mitigate that um in the case it's quite a large one and it may involve that there's been some criminal activity you're going to have to contact the the um the ICO and most definitely the police and get their cyber uh, their cyber teams involved. What we'll then move on to is identifying the source and the method of the breach. What was it? How did it happen? Was it clicking the wrong link? Was it sending to the wrong email address? Was it sharing the wrong link to a, to a OneDrive file? Was it you know what was what was it? Um, if we're in a ransomware attack or we're in a malware attack, we need to identify the affected systems. And we need to prevent further unauthorized access. And if we, especially if we're talking in regards to malware, disconnect the compromised device. I've had to be that man that's run downstairs in a previous role and literally yank the network cable out the back of a computer um, to stop it spreading um, a, a lovely piece of malware. Um, at that point, once you've you've ring fenced the, the problems, it's then about how you're gonna contain it. So making sure the security patches, updates, you've made configuration changes, and you've addressed the vulnerabilities throughout the rest of the system and on the existing system. Change the passwords and access credentials, make sure things like MFA are turned back on and remove the malware, all the viruses, or any other components that will be affecting the systems. Then it's around restoring the affected system. So making sure you're using your backups and you've got those to be able to bring back in to allow for normal operation to, to, recur, to go back into operation. If you need to replace software, making sure that you've got a backup of that as well. Then utilizing your incident response and, and working with your DPO go through a post-incident analysis so you can understand the root cause. But from the IT perspective, it will be about the systems in the IT that you're using, where it's occurred, and how you then fix that and how you recover from it. Um, you and I have spoken more about how you recover the, the reputational damage as well that comes from that. But again, I think that's for another another podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> that could be a series of podcasts just on that <laughs> now brilliant fantastic james thank you for your input um uh, again thank you very much uh, this concludes this episode so see you all in the next one cheers thank bye you. bye